0: Welcome to the Voices of Resilience podcast, a podcast series by NAML, a registered social enterprise and non profit organization that helps forcibly displace people earn a better living through dignified remote employment. We provide training and marketable skills and collaborate with organizations that support training in the digital skills required in today's digital economy.
1: Welcome to the Voices of Resilience podcast. I'm your host, Clay Lowe, and today we are speaking with Dr. Niall Azri. He shares his story of being forced to flee from his home because of war. And he fled with his wife and his two sons. And the thing that struck me, this is having that family, having a young family and having to start from zero after having been well-established. And I know Niall struggled with that, but it was his perseverance to drive through it. He said he sent out over a thousand cvs imagine that just keep you know getting that kind of rejection uh, but continuing to persevere and, and i found that really inspiring so without further ado let's hear from
2: niall uh, my name is niall i'm uh, from originally from syria uh i uh, I was working at University of Aleppo as faculty member teaching chemistry. I had my education uh, back home in Syria for uh, uh, bachelor of science, and after I I, uh, I had my PhD from uh, University of uh, Brunel University, London, UK. Uh, I returned, I get it as scholarship because I was uh, good at school there <laughs> <laughs> in, in my uh, degree. So I get uh, full scholarship to do a PhD at uh, in England. Uh, I finished my degree. I finished my PhD in 2001, returned to Syria. I had a lot of opportunities there in uh uh, uh, in UK before I returned, but I was preferred just to uh, keep working at home uh, with family, with uh, my culture, and, and uh, keep uh, educating our culture, working with uh, Syrian uh, student. And it was a situation, it was perfect before, from uh, a uprising, okay,
1: two thousand thirteen. Yeah, okay. I was just curious to know from from that. Then they say that you know every story there's a um, a decision to migrate. So almost your origin story. So what was your decision? What just made you decide that you were? It was time to go. It was. I mean, um, not our
2: decision because uh, I was not thinking about uh, migrating at all. uh, The situation was good in Syria. We were working perfectly and I had my uh, uh, lab running, uh, teaching so many subjects. I was not thinking at all about about migrating to uh, or, or moving from, uh, my place, but it's all, it's happened as a sudden. It's, uh, in, uh, I, I left Syria 2013, and when I left, I thought I'm just going for a little bit for some time and mm. returning. And, uh, but situation, it's uh, keep, uh, accelerating and the uh, it's like, uh, uh, I remember my my friend was saying to me, uh, uh, I was talking with my friend outside in in UK, and he was saying, "What are you doing there? It's war. You have to move." Mm. And uh, this it's this it happened.
1: And did you did you come alone, or did you come with your family?
2: I came with my family, my wife and three boys. I have three kids boys.
1: Ah, the younger are they? Younger, uh, <laughs> are they, they Young younger or older? The boys? They the boys
2: they are triplets, same age. Uh, was uh, when I moved from Syria, their age was seven.
1: Seven, okay. So six very...
2: and a half, seven. half seven. Yeah, because I we celebrate their birthday outside
1: Syria. Yeah, seven. seven that's party. a big trek awesome. with three kids it's that's six or
2: seven, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge. It's a huge, uh, heavy uh, attractor for me.
1: Yeah. And how are they doing now? They,
2: uh Yeah, they are preparing for university
1: now. Oh, awesome. They are uh, in grade 12 and uh,
2: preparing themselves to to go to university.
1: Right. Are they going to follow in Dad's footsteps or are they going in a different direction? Uh, uh, It's
2: uh, more or less. um, I, I... I work in chemistry, uh, my wife working in pharmacies, so some say like to go to chemistry and health, some say go in biology and uh, it's something like this. Yeah. They still not really decided properly, but uh, I, I can feel, I mean, they are uh, good in, in uh, uh, health science.
1: Nice. Okay. Awesome. So, what's the thing that's had the biggest impact on you throughout your your journey? And I, I mean, yeah, you know, just just alone having three kids and a wife, and you're uprooting and moving away from your culture and home. What, what was the biggest impact through all of that? Uh, I mean,
2: leaving everything behind. Uh, starting from zero, I even, I, I graduated from Western, uh, uh, let's say, culture, but, uh, going back to Syria, building everything, building my, my career, building my home, and my, my, uh, family, and leaving everything behind, and start from zero. Mm. Exactly from zero. <laughs> yeah, that's. Okay. Uh, I I I remember even even my my flight ticket. It was like I mean, uh, uh, it was a lot for me.
1: Mm. So it started from from scratch. How do you even begin to start from zero? How does that? This
2: is, yeah. uh, yes, this is a good thing. I I received. I was. It, it started actually. I was in Syria and was contacting with friend and and one of my friends sent my name to Scholar Rescue Foundation, uh, which it's organization it's in the United States, uh, helping Scholar in, uh, Rescue Place uh, to, uh, to connect with hosting university or hosting uh, place. And uh, I started from here. I received email from uh, uh, James King. <laughs> Still my, I mean, his 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 email. It's like uh, it's in my mind all the time. Mm. I am James King from from United States. Okay, and I hear you like to to uh, connect to university in in the US. Uh, and uh, he helped me a lot, and uh, I get scholarship for a year. Uh, it's a type of uh, funded from both university and the uh, uh, School Rescue Foundation mm. or funding. And to start from here, uh, I, re- I had second year uh, scholarship, uh, I mean extended. Uh, the scholarship uh, but I prefer to come to Canada because of situation for the family and uh, kids and uh, because you know I mean um, our Syrian passport it would be expired and mm. uh, will be refugee status in United States That was easier in, to, to be in, in Canada right. For family,
1: yeah. And was it a a, a a hard adjustment for you and the family? Was it? It, it was a big adjustment because,
2: uh, I mean, uh, thinking about, oh, looking at future with my kids and uh, adjusting, adjustment of my career, let's say, we used to, teach something for 13 years and we have to to adjust to another themes, another uh, challenges. Uh, uh, let's say uh, equipment. Uh, I mean, what we use, I mean, I, I would say a small example. It's, I'm in uh, teaching electrochemistry. Uh, there we teach lead battery. Here we <laughs> teach lithium battery. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's I mean, here no one think about lead battery anymore. Okay, so it's like it's different, completely different uh, things. Uh, writing my publications there in Arabic, uh, teaching big big class here, uh, doing the research, not teaching. Uh, you know, there I'm running my lab. Uh, here I will be supervised, not super, uh, supervised by mm. someone and not supervisor. Okay. It's it's a big difference,
1: mm. big difference from all aspects. Yeah, no. It's, it's a, it's a, it's like, I'm just trying to comprehend that. There's so much, isn't it, in terms of uprooting the whole family, coming over and then Having yeah. to, you know, translate your whole of your job and 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 how things happen. And how old were you? You know, were you how old were you when you came over? So I mean, you've been established yeah. in your work for a while before you came, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I was 46, 47. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're thinking about retirement. Not really. <laughs> And <laughs> start from the beginning here. Yeah, yeah. It's it was so picture.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and and all of that. What's the thing that you are most proud of, uh, proudest of so far, and, and why?
2: Uh, I'm really, uh, I mean, a part of, of my kids' family mm. because I moved because of them. Okay. Because was big challenge for me. I mean, there are kids playing in street or playing in no place to, to, to run and play there, and we have to think about them, about their future, about what's next. And I, when I saw them growing in here, and uh, uh, this made me like feel I make good decisions mm. at that time. Yeah. I'm
1: uh, proud of my uh, family, my wife, my, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's no, good. Yeah. And um, what do you wish more people knew about refugees and, and migrants or displaced people? Because yeah, I, I think I, a lot of yeah. times we, you know, we... You know, if you're not in that situation, you're only picking things up from the sort of media or things that you read. So, what would you with this platform here? What would you say? Uh,
2: let's say uh, uh, for uh, I, I will talk about my my area. Okay, mm. let's say in higher education. Uh, higher education. Uh, let's say when person from any country uh, try to move uh, from his original country, he tried to be like uh, promoted, okay, or getting higher at ed- higher uh, level of education, or getting better situation, okay, for us we are like, uh, uh, not moving. I I mean, all the things it's come as sudden for me. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm looking at, I mean, I had PhD, I was teaching, uh, for let's say 13 years. I have nothing else except, uh, higher education, except uh, going to university and teaching university students. I'm not like a or I'm working in a uh, different area. I can't work in different area. I, I'm not growing up to to, or I grow up uh, in this mentality to, mm. to make trade or work in different from university or from teaching. Uh, so uh, when they, uh, I mean, higher education. When I talking, let's say, with head of department here, or with, uh, talking with uh, uh, um, another professor, they will think about me like someone coming similar background, mm. okay, which is not okay for me. It's completely different situation. I mean, I I uh, I'm not coming here to to getting better job. I'm coming here to, to be survived yeah. from 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 war from uh, um, uh, I mean uh, so many things. I mean it was going on with my life. It's not like someone coming from England to come to to, to United States or to to Canada to work. Okay, it's uh, it's completely different situation. Mm.
1: Right, gotcha. So just being mindful or aware of that, you know, that the situation isn't, so to be more specific about your own situation isn't it about who you are as an individual and what your circumstances are as opposed to maybe um, just kind of maybe a broad sort of stereotype of of, of, of of a person that's come across to take a particular job. Now I get that. And on that note, then, if you were working to sort of change that narrative and sort of breaking through that stereotype, well, how do you think we could do that? How could people do that to to change that sort of view or that mentality?
2: Um, I mean, we hope always there is no war in the world, so we're not uh, okay. People getting same situation like what I, 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 I have. Let's say I I was talking with my friend uh, in uh, Syria. It's uh, uh, Dean of uh, of, uh, the Science uh, Department. And uh, he was saying to me, I prefer to not go. Mm. I would prefer to stay. I prefer to stay here and not go out my country and start sending CV. Do you know how many CV I sent? I sent more than thousand CV, thousand applications. Wow. No one answer. No one answered to this. Okay. They look, oh, Syria, oh mm. no, it has no fit for this job. Um I I'm not really, I mean, uh upset from because they are they need, I mean um, they need to to uh, enhance their work. Enhance their job, enhance their, their place. Might be uh, it's not like charity place. I mean, mm. you come and walk and uh, okay, you have. Uh, so we should be like more organized, like Scholar Rescue Foundation, like square and uh, I mean, uh, 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 or any type of. Uh, uh, let's say uh, an organization like NAMAL and uh, all this organization. Which they will help connecting peoples. They will help uh, raising fund and uh, doing uh, something for for refugee. And I my my message to to uh, higher education uh, uh, community. Just to open their eye to this, mm. because among among refugees, they all, I mean, from let's say from Syria, uh, among refugees, they are doctors, family doctors, there are pharmacists, there are uh, engineers, there are so many different background, and there should be resource, mm. should be resource going on. I mean, I I know. I know uh, so many doctors graduated from, from uh, a medical school and they are successful doctors in, in Syria. Mm. Okay.
1: Coming here,
2: they don't find a job. They are driving Uber,
1: mm. which is. It's like uh, a waste shame. of a resource, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame. It's mm. shameful. These people. I mean, and you go to emergency room. In, in uh, you wait for uh, six hours because there is no doctor. Okay, why is this doctor here? He's he graduated. Why he's driving Uber here mm. and he's not in the right place? I mean, uh, helping emergency room. Okay, in emergency room. Yeah. Yeah. so I think should be more organized more more uh, right.
1: let's see uh, maybe some way of identifying the talent that is out there yes. that's come in and then and then yeah yeah distributing yeah. that talent yeah sure yeah, yeah. awesome okay so any and thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your story uh, with us. Is there any sort of parting words that you'd want to say as we begin to sort of wrap this up?
2: Uh, um, thank you to you. <laughs> thank, you to, thank you for the uh, Dharma uh, organization, which organized this uh, um, uh, uh, meeting. Uh, and I uh, hope the people listen and uh, getting more action for helping a uh, uh, replaced person or replaced. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of war. I mean, it's never
1: stopped.
2: Mm. We Ukraine we never thought about Ukraine. Uh, so many educated people, they are moving and looking for a job now. And we find it we saw a lot of them uh, here. Iran now, it's it's never stopped, and uh, yeah, we always hope for good.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. We we need a a (laughs) world where we're not having to have you know these kind of situations um, arising anymore. But absolutely, again. So thank you, thank you so much for your time, and thanks for sharing your story. And uh, I know that it's uh, morning time for you now, so you can go have breakfast. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I had my breakfast. I have my coffee now.
1: You have your coffee now. Awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Good man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, uh, thanks Thank for sharing. You. Thank you, yeah. you love. Thank, Thank
0: you. you. Before ending our episode, we want to invite you to participate in the events organized as part of the Migration Summit 2023, which will happen throughout the month of April. The summit. Organised along with the MIT Refugee Action Hub and CRAM Foundation will explore the theme Co-creating pathways to learning, livelihood and dignity through virtual and in-person events hosted by participating individuals and partners around the world. Make sure you check the Migration Summit website at MigrationSummit.org to learn all you need to know about the events, sub-themes or different summit editions and subscribe to get updates.